0: Hey guys, Chip here. Welcome to the Chatterbot Newsletter Podcast Radio Series. I want to welcome you today. Thank you for listening to me and my voice. Thank you for all the kind words. We've got some new members here today. And if you've joined our newsletter, I want to say welcome. And it's a daily we run a daily crypto chatterbot newsletter, which is a daily crypto analysis on the crypto markets and everything blockchain to do with Bitcoin. We run also apps and apps in the blockchain using predictive linguistic technology. And basically with that, we're able to predict events and coins and prices and patterns before they eventuate. So what we have is, we're sort of like giving you tomorrow's news today and it's very exciting. We've had a very, very good year And I'm doing this podcast today because I'm do. i sort of a little bit celebrating here because the crypto market is currently up about 10%. And while people are still negative on the crypto market, I do believe we're starting to see a little bit of green. Let's call them green shoots. When you plant a tree, you normally plant it from the seed. You see the green little shoots coming before it turns into a sapling and then into a taller tree. So I'm not calling the bottom of the market... And I'm just here to tell you, I like what I see. We could be looking at some more positive things coming down the track. And as you know, I'm a positive person anyway. When we, when you're listening to my voice and my podcast radio, I yeah, there's a lot of people out there still negative on Bitcoin and calling for 1,000. And I think even Tone Vase, his name was mentioned the other day. He's actually calling for Litecoin to go to zero. I mean, guys. <laughs> don't make me laugh i mean that's that's just stupid litecoin has been around for many years it's gone through its ups it's gone through its downs and i don't expect anything to change anytime soon so litecoin going to zero i i wish him luck with that i can't see that happening but who knows stranger things will happen right and we've been doing quite well with our opinions and our predictions which have been hitting about 89 percent this year which is fantastic and one of my clients actually made nine thousand dollars from one of our we we did more of a smaller contract on just a private thing we had going on the side and they gave me a little bit of a challenge so it was quite interesting that we were able to pick up data for those guys and in the process they were able to make some nice profits so today guys what i want to talk about is people and it is kelly santa who basically ask you know what's happening with bitcoin why has it jumped and why will we so so suppressed so thanks kelly for the question and i guess it's a very multifaceted answer that i can give here but like i said i'm just trying to be a messenger i'm trying to put forward some of my predictions some of my own opinions i'm not a financial guru and i'm not a top analyst so do not do not take any of this as financial advice Please seek investment advice from your broker before you make any monetary decisions. So I think in terms of Bitcoin and the Chinese, there's been a lot of news around that lately with the tech stocks. You know, they had a little bit of a surge in China after Xi Jinping basically was touting blockchain. I thought that was quite interesting because we haven't had a major piece of news out there to do with, you know, a country, like a country's president such as China and he's basically telling you that you know he's going to speed up the research or you know increase technology that underpins digital currency that ie basically means blockchain a lot of people are starting to wake up to how you know how powerful this new technology is. And I know with my job and what I'm doing here and my clients they all they already know I have an advanced knowledge in blockchain the way it works on blockchain technology however it's funny to me that it's taken 2019 for people and the president of or prime minister of china to pick up how powerful it is so he's i know in china they're they're using digital currencies right now and i'm not sure the name of it but you basically swipe your payphone over a you know over an fpos machine you don't need a credit card you don't need cash so it's quite big in China right now, and, and obviously at the moment in 2019, at the end of 2019, the Japanese are starting to catch on, aren't they? So I know that they are looking to speed up the research in blockchain and open ledger technology and cryptocurrencies. And so what's happening right now is China's the China's has a stock market, which is closed, but when it reopened this week a lot of these blockchain companies or they've gone skyrocketing up and a lot on the china there's a search engine in china which was i think it's called baidu something like that but it's almost if you think of it as the equivalent to google the, the searches for the for the term blockchain and that word has basically gone up 40 times so a lot of the mums and dads are coming home and thinking, okay, well, what is Bitcoin and what is blockchain? And they're doing a little bit of an investigation. And obviously, if you get so many searches for blockchain, people are obviously going to take action. So if you get 100 searches on blockchain and then 100 searches on Bitcoin, I would say you know maybe two people out of those 100 are going to either get their credit card out and buy crypto. Or get their credit cards out and and start an account or create an account ready to buy Bitcoin. So if there's hundreds of thousands of search guys, that's more money putting more more people putting more money into Bitcoin. And as you see, like the price has started to go up. I haven't really seen that institutional fund, you know, the funds that are coming from the big institutes come in yet. I know a lot of people are talking about it, and I, I sort of try to hang back from that. But I do think the the if there's a tidal wave that, that is something to do with that like a big bank or maybe a big institute or JP Morgan or something like that you'd definitely be able to see that on the charts you'd, it would be huge it would be a massive tidal wave and obviously we haven't seen that yet I th- I still think it's the mums and pops that are that are out there just sort of putting a money a little bit of money aside getting their credit card out and buying you know thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin on a Saturday morning or something like that. So, you know, the price of Bitcoin did go up to $10,000 late last Friday, if you're watching this or listening to this. So right, down, right now we're under that 10000 again. However, you have to realize, guys, that crypto can move fast. And I know a lot of people telling me, oh, I'm going to wait till Bitcoin goes up and buy it. Well, that's exactly how people come unstuck in 2017. They waited too long for the price of Bitcoin to go up. They kept holding off. And guess what? They ended up buying right at the peak of the market. And so the smart people are actually buying crypto when you know you see a really bad crash or a really bad sell-off that maybe happen over a matter of space of weeks or months. And you know, you have to remember that Bitcoin is a popular digital currency right now. It's number one. And I was having a little bit of a debate with myself on this. I mean, let's just think hypothetically. This is a repeat of the dot-com boon. Well, Amazon was like 400, the 400th worst dot-com name many, many years ago. And fast forward 20 years past that, well, now it's sort of up number one or number two, top technology company. And so will there ever be another Bitcoin one day? Possibly, guys. I don't know. The data that we're hitting at is sort of giving us a recommendation that in the, in the future, there'll be a lot of horses running a race and trying to beat blockchain at its own job. So maybe there will be a specific coin that does payments, maybe there will be specific coin that does computer games or I don't know, but it's gonna be interesting to see how this all eventuates. And I noticed that the Chinese stock market opened a little bit a couple of days ago and some of these, you know, some of the services there's about several different companies that offer blockchain based services in china right now there's not too many of them but basically when the stock market opened some of those stocks really rallied hard like they went up 100 200 percent and it's sort of like the largest single day gain that anyone's ever seen and that to me is quite interesting so we're sort of seeing these people wake up to what, what Bitcoin is, what blockchain is, and the possibilities of what it can do for them in the future as we sort of head into a more like a an automated world or a robotic-based world, which, you know, the Chinese are going nuts about robots right now. But, you know, it's a little bit early for that. I don't want to jump the gum there. It's just, it's interesting to note that there's a lot of... Yeah, that that world is going to probably be backed up by... come um, niches such as blockchain or hashgraph and it's going to be interesting to see how all that plays out so with the stock market rallying and with many many hundreds of thousands of different searches on words like blockchain or bitcoin or digital ledger technologies there has been a lot of hysteria i think and that's creating this this buy spurt because i think the word is starting to spread around you know, China is trying to be a top leader. I still think the US is probably the, the number one economy in the world. But let's face it, China's pro- trying to take over them. They have a really big leadership and, you know, they've elevated their technology to such a high level. It I think maybe in the future it's going to be, you know, it's going to be hard to compete with. So when you're talking about blockchain or Bitcoin, you know, and they're already head technologically, well, they're only going to get stronger. It's going to be a big boost to market and the confidence over there to some of these big leaders who don't just want to be known as a uh, blockchain company. They want to be the world leader in everything to do with Bitcoin or blockchain. So it's interesting to me that when we were talking about like a hotbed of cryptocurrency trading and there's a lot of exchanges that have opened up in China for people who trade Bitcoin on a daily basis. So there's a lot of money pouring into those businesses that are backing up blockchain and are backing up cryptocurrency services. And for me, I what really is important that Beijing a couple of years ago, like in 2017 have been really tough on cryptocurrencies. Been a lot of regulations has been a lot of banning, like they banned you from buying Bitcoin and they banned some of the current cryptocurrency exchanges over there a few years ago, which means if you had money on an exchange they'd just lock it up and tell you, you can't use it. There's also there was also fun the fundraising that were going to some of the ICOs. They stopped all that. So there was a lot of tighter controls and constraints on on different things because the government deemed that Bitcoin and blockchain were risky investments and they didn't want you to have the thing of worrying that you're going to lose all your money in some scam. So I'm not saying that Bitcoin's a scam, guys, but it's very, very interesting to note what this has been doing. And that's why the crypto market is up. There's people that have become less skeptical. There's people doing lots more research than they were two years ago. And two years ago, you have to remember that You know, Bitcoin and blockchain were still sort of in in its infancies. There's been a lot of technological revolutions. There's been a lot of advances in the technology itself and the backbone. And I, I even think that some of these smaller coins that have very fast processing times, that's actually happened with Bitcoin now. There's not so much bottlenecking. And, you know, some days the blockchain is very slow. I've done about four transactions on Litecoin this morning because I do like Litecoin it's very fast and it has cheap fees and i would definitely urge you to look into that if you're doing you know numerous transactions a day or you have a business where you're actually receiving payments in crypto which is you know one of our businesses you can actually pay us in litecoin or pay us in any crypto coin to be a part of our service and the link for that is below if you want to join up but what i'm trying to hint at is that i think in the future these instant payments is really really good it's really really fast and when the blockchain is running super fast it normally tends to be like wednesday thursday friday those times uh, the payments for coins and fees and everything that's included with that transaction just seem to happen really smooth and really fast and so a lot of these companies that are listed on the stock market they've been dabbling in blockchain technology and they've been sort of looking at more into planning and developing things that are going to back up their business. So in 2019, they're sort of starting to use and implement these things that they've been researching. And so that for me is, is pretty much proof that when you know blockchain is not just this fad that's going to go away anytime soon. And I, I think even Alibaba, Jack Ma, the CEO there, he's even invested in block in a blockchain startup called Symbiont in 2017. So. He's a guy with a lot of money. He knows where blockchain is at. He knows it has a bigger future than people realize. And while he didn't invest in, oh, he probably owns Bitcoin, but he didn't, you know, just go out and buy a whole chunk of Bitcoin. He wanted to basically say and and prove to people that, you know, if this company Symbian is going to be big in, in blockchain down the track, I mean, it's probably better off investing or, putting money into something that you are faithful in 2019, in terms of the company. But I'm not really sure what Symbiont does, so you might want to Google that. I I know that it has something to do with, um, because he's in e-commerce, so I think it's to do with e-commerce or something like that, if I'm wrong. I'm not sure. But we will see, and I think that a lot of these big Chinese chip makers, I was in talks, And in a meeting the other day they're also using a lot of blockchain and there's blockchain service providers that help them so things to do with the next revolution of phones coming out like 5g technology 5g mobile so some of those data providers are implementing blockchain technology to help in terms of get faster internet connection faster reading and communicating with 5g wireless networks and so this is another Simple thing that you know when 5G becomes bigger, sort of more towards 2020 2021, where you know you're going to see you're going to be using blockchain every single day without even realizing you're using it. And so, when that happens, that's when you know a lot things will become a lot more clearer, things will become a lot more fresher, and things will become a lot more faster in the technological worlds. So, technology for me. I've been around technology for a long time, but I really haven't seen anything quite as dynamic and quite booming like blockchain technology. And I'm sort of trying when I started in this whole world, I was confused. I didn't know what to do. And so um, I, I was I was starting out just like you guys. So I've come up full speed and there's a whole progression of steps that you need to learn when you're doing this stuff like with crypto how to how to use a wallet how to use an offline wallet how do you to you know like a cold wallet how to transfer funds how to receive funds like there's this whole barrage of information you have to learn but i do feel that you know in 10 years you'll want to be up to learn up to speed and educated in this area because it's going to make things a lot more easier for you Sort of like when you go to an 80-year-old's house and they don't have a laptop and they've never turned on a computer. I always find that a bit frustrating for me because, I mean, if you're living in a computer-based world, why would you just decide not to get a computer or get a laptop and learn how to use it? I mean, not unless money was some a problem. But I mean, you know, you, these days you can get a pretty decent, you know, some a computer that's working for a couple of hundred dollars. So... To sort of to to see people sort of just totally disregard blockchain and Bitcoin right now, I think they're doing a complete disservice to themselves and also to their family because I even have one of my godsons he's talking about and asking about Bitcoin because I think in the future, even if Bitcoin doesn't become and stay number one, I think his his knowledge and his the applications of a certain digital coin. Or digital coins, it's just good having the knowledge on how how they work and how to use them and how to send payments, how to receive payments. And I think, you know, teaching him this in this day and age, 2019, is going to be a lot big benefit for him going on as he finishes and graduates high school and wants to eventually get a job. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here, guys. And I'll just log on to the. Uh, coin market cap here because I will do a quick check. I know people are asking me the price, and there you go. Bitcoin right now, coinmarketcap.com is sitting at nine thousand four hundred twelve dollars. So we have gone up quite substantially, and it's on the based on this news, it's you know we haven't recovered up to the highs of back in July fifteen thousand. But I do I do believe that you know things are a little bit more positive than were there than where we were say two or three months ago so it's going to be interesting to see how we progress into the end of the year i know that when you look back that period of november december to january that can be a really positive or green time for crypto i'm not saying that's going to happen i just sort of just put that out there as a little statistical analysis for you because we try to pick up the actual events on our blockchain, and we, we pass on those data and the results to our members day to day. We do, you know, we do about three to four updates a day uh, per per week, and there's a little bit of excitement with our members at the moment because you know we've been posting some we've been posting some data that to us looks to be um, pushing out more towards the 2020. And as you know, we're in the middle, you know, we're in the end of 2019, but 2020, we have some other uh, statistical data that we push through to our members. And, you know, in technical terms for for us, we thought it was quite interesting and very historical with some of the words, some of the phrases, some of the communication that we got. And we feel that, you know, while we can't always be accurate 100% of the time, 2019 has been good. You have to remember back in April, Bitcoin was only sitting at about $3,000, guys. Three, $4,000 back in April. We went all the way up to, you know, like the 12000 in July. Come back down to the 75 five, And now we are, like I said, we're up at $9,400. So I'm actually hoping that we break the $10,000 level again on Bitcoin. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I do feel that... If that was going to happen, it would be, you know, in, in between sort of like now and Christmas time, and then we'll see what happens. But like I said, the the cryptocurrency prices, guys, can move very fast, very rapidly. And with all this positive news in China, I don't think that all of those people that are investigating and, and looking into Bitcoin have, have finished their purchasing. I think there's still people out there looking, and there, there could be some more positive news, on the horizon, down the track more towards Christmas. Anyway, guys, that's about it from me today. It was very, very interesting questions, and I hopefully I answered them to my, the best of my ability, and you learn a few things today. We always talk a lot about... Uh, we always talk about many different things, don't we? We really go on and a whole different umbrella of things, but I hope you are listening to my voice. You have a pen pad there. You're joining a few notes down, because in the end, it really is about sharing my knowledge, sharing my experience. And even if you don't join our newsletter, that's okay. I'm really in this to help other people. I'm in that sort of situation and crypto has been very good to me. I have to I have to tell you that it's been very good to me financially. It's helped me create a very stable income and it's sort of my way of giving back. I love to help where I can. I'm not always after people. I'm not here to take your money. I'm here to educate, and that's what I've ever since I turned 18. I've always liked to help people. It doesn't matter what it's with, but I'm, all, I'm always I've always been involved with the IT nerdy, you know, technological world. I've always been around computers, and you know, there's a lot of nerds into Bitcoin and blockchain and, and all things to do with that sort of way of investing. So we're going to be it's going to be interesting. Interesting to see what happens. The stock market's doing very well right now i was sort of hinting or i was my impressions were that the stock market was going to have a little bit of a tumble and i think things are a little bit overvalued right now in terms of stock and equity that uh is making me a little bit alarmed and we have to sort of watch out for that because you know the stock market can't can't just go up forever obviously it has to have pockets of weakness and things for just to cool off and so Going into sort of the start of November and December, I have to just be a little bit careful. But obviously with what Trump's doing, he is really supporting the stock market. And I think that's a good thing. And he's probably got a lot of, lot of big plans. There's a lot of big tense times around the US trade tariff wars with China. I know that's a big thing. I think short term, it's probably not, it's going to be very tense, but longer term, I can see what he's doing. There's going to be a lot of money coming back from China to the American shores. And, you know, guys, even if we have a recession in the next couple of years, I do think somehow that US will be the best. The language that I'm seeing is the US will be the best house on the bad block. And so it'll be able to weather some serious storms, I feel, Whereas com- uh, countries like Europe and, and Asia, they might you know might feel the brunt of the economic recession a little bit heavier. So we'll see what happens there, guys. I don't know. It's always interesting to see what opinions and, and what data we pick up on the bots in our apps and dApps in the blockchain. But for now, that's about all I have for you guys. All right, guys. I want to thank you for listening to my voice today. If you feel free, please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast below. And also, don't forget to check out our daily crypto newsletter. The link is below, our crypto chatterbot newsletter. I'll leave the link below. In the meantime, thanks again. Have a great day, and I'll talk soon. Peace.